Tell me if this sounds like you. You have a brilliant idea for a podcast, an idea that's refreshing in a sea of existing podcasts, but you don't know where to begin. Enter Buzzsprout. As a Buzzsprout user from my show's beginnings, I can tell you it has made podcasting easier. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major podcast platform, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You get detailed analytics to see how people are listening, audio players you can drop into other websites, and more. Buzzsprout is also passionate about helping you succeed. They publish new blog posts, YouTube videos, and podcast episodes every week so you can hear from podcasters who live and breathe podcasting. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, visit the link in our show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Welcome to the Pop Nerd Lounge Podcast. I'm Steph Pham. Each episode, I sit down with the creative to hear their story in a casual, informative, and empathetic conversation. Even though my guest today was pitched to us, after doing some research on the music that she's written and performed, and her projects such as You're Not Alone, I knew that we had to have her on our show. I was immediately drawn into her enthusiasm and passion. You can clearly tell that she wants to make a difference with the content that she creates. We get into topics such as mental health and why it's so important for creatives. And if you stick around long enough, you'll hear her talk about some of the things that creatives do that people who aren't in the creative space might not understand. You know what time it is. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Townsend. Welcome to Popner Lounge. My guest today is Townsend. Townsend, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. How would your 10-year-old self react to what you do now? Oh my gosh. I, I don't even know. When I was younger, I was so, so shy. And so I kind of overcame that with age and just life lessons. And so I feel like my younger self would be like, no way, no way. <laughs> was music a part of helping you come out of that shine, get it out of your shell a little bit more? Yeah, I guess so. Um, so I feel like my family jokes that they felt like I was mute for forever, but I also have older siblings. So they did a lot of the talking for me. And so about junior high, I started getting the best personality awards and stuff at school, but I was still really shy around people I didn't know. And music definitely catapults you into those situations where it's a little uncomfortable, but you have to make do with it. And so, yeah, I kind of got shoved out on stage with a guitar and a microphone and you just got to do it. And so it definitely, it definitely broke some shells for me. Now, junior high, is that where your love of music started or was it kind of always present with you? Oh, it's always present for sure. I have loved music forever. I'm one of those people, and I actually read an article about this not too long ago, but there's a certain amount of people that when you hear a song, it can quite literally give you goosebumps, make your hair stand. And I'm one of those people like music just hits me differently. It's very, it's very cathartic thing for me. As a creative person, what are some of your daily priorities? Oh, gosh. Um, I think something I'm still working on and will continue to strive for is self-care. That's one thing I feel like, you know, you and I chatted a little bit before we hopped on here, but self-care as a creator is huge. And I feel like people don't understand how much work goes into even making a podcast. I do, you know, as 
I don't even know how to word it correctly, but you have to be present on so many platforms. And so like on my TikTok, Townsend Team Music, I get on there and I try to be funny and bring some laughs to people. And then like we talked about earlier, I've got my You're Not Alone project where I interview people and we're very serious and we talk about all these mental health issues. And then I have Instagram where I post about my shows and keep my website up to date and merchandise and booking and playing. Um, So my day... I really have to focus on, okay, you have to take a few minutes to yourself. You have to breathe, relax, because I think sometimes we forget about that. And it's because we're passionate. We love it, but everybody has to take a break every now and then. So, um, yeah, I think that's my number one priority right now is learning how to do that. Oh, man, which is so tough. I, I feel like you got into that on your, your first episode of your of your project, You're Not Alone, a You and God Frame, which by the way, if you haven't checked it out yet, please go check out this conversation. I really enjoyed it. I recommend it to our listener base here. You guys kind of touched base on like the need of the realization that you need to take a break or you, we need to give ourselves grace to have that session of rest because... Um, I, like you, you mentioned in that episode that you were at the beginning of the pandemic, you were like, I'm a person of productivity. I need to be on the go. I need to do things. And it it is tough when your world just is on pause. And so it's a great reminder that like we, our bodies and not only our bodies, but our mental health need a pause. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The the pandemic was a culture shock for me, for sure, uh, because I go, go, go and do, do, do. And I was forced to stop. And as terrible as the pandemic was, you know, shows were canceled pretty much infinitely for that entire time. Um, It really taught me a hard lesson. And I continued to work hard, but in different areas. And it showed me how important learning to sit still and enjoy self-care was. And that's kind of when my you're not a alone project really took off because a lot more people can relate. So um, in manifestation, we, we vision the end destination, essentially, whether it's accolades or whether it's like this moment that we're picturing. Um, and we don't really imagine that bridge in between. So what would you consider is on that bridge in between when you're, you're from your beginning to that destination that people strive for? Sure. Oh, that's a tough question. That's a good question. I like these. Okay, so I don't know if you're into Enneagrams, but I'm an Enneagram six. And so for me, it's all about planning like step by step. And so for me, I'm very, very present. So if you were to be like, what is your five, 10 year plan? I'd be like, I don't know. Um, I'm very in the moment. And I like to plan for right now and right here. So I feel like for me, my thinking is on the bridge. Like, so instead of thinking further than the bridge, I feel like I'm already there and I'm taking the steps. So my biggest thing and my biggest aha moment with diving headfirst into music and these projects and social media is to ride the waves while I have the chance to do so. And so for You're Not Alone, I'm just riding the waves while people are wanting to share their story and helping them do that, use my platform to do so, like trying to get my music out there to help somebody smile, try to make a TikTok that makes somebody laugh. So um, honestly, I feel like I'm kind of on the bridge, you know? Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing because like I said, a lot of us forget about that bridge or like take that bridge for granted because we do want to get to that destination. So a lot of us are like, oh, we don't want to go through like the tough parts. Like we don't want to have to like, no, for real. There's a, there's actually speaking of TikTok and this is a, a sidebar and I apologize for like sidebarring. It's all um, good. I like it. Um, 
There's actually a TikTok floating around of this artist that's kind of going viral. She She's just basically saying, hey, uh, you know, life's a little tough right now because I'm an artist out of in the middle of nowhere. I haven't had overnight success. None of my stuff has gone viral. And like one of the worst things is that my best friend became a hater. Somebody I thought that was my best friend became a hater. And so this is floating around. And what what ended up happening, why, why it's going viral is that artists who are in her situation, they're out in the middle of nowhere. They're indie. They have no label. They're doing it all themselves. They're like, listen, I'm also indie, doing it by myself, blah, blah, blah. But at, at this present moment, I have a roof over my head. I have a bed to sleep in. You know, like I have things that are keeping me sustained while I'm actually creating too. We can't take it for granted. Like that. And that's just why I love that that message is actually being brought out of this too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. So a question I get all the time, which I bet you do too, even with podcasts, it's like people want to know the numbers. Like how many followers do you have? How many streams do you have? And for me, it's really hard not to compare how many likes, how many comments, how many Spotify streams I get that month. But in the end, it's, did I do what I loved? Did I do my best? And could I pay my bills? And so for me, I've had to like, it's kind of like the five and 10 year plan. Like I'm not planning to be Adele. Like, would it be cool to get there? Sure. But my plan is if I can pay my bills and I can change somebody's life in the meantime, like that's successful to me. Mm, I could have said it better myself. Well, you work with sponsors like K&K Sound, Fret Monkey, and Mason Guitars. What do you look for when somebody sponsors you or you get into a sponsorship? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Those are the coolest. I love it so much. Um, So the sponsorships and the endorsements that I have, I've worked with a lot of companies around here locally. I've worked with a lot of outdoorsy companies. I actually shot a commercial for a company called Solo Stove last night. And honestly, I think the coolest part is that community that you build. Um, You're supporting them. I always pick products that I believe in, right? Because I'm going to advertise them and I'm going to post about them and I'm going to play them or whatever. I want to believe in them. And so Mason guitars are amazing and I play them. They sound great. The solo stove fire pit that I have is fantastic. So I love promoting them. And in the meantime, these are creators as well. So you build this community and this Uh, it's almost like a little musical family and you just help kind of build each other up. So it's really cool. I love it. I love getting new sponsors, new people interested in working together, just collaborating really. Yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful partnership. And I think uh, what you mentioned is so important. And I think it's an important lesson for creatives who will want to aspire to get sponsored one day is that you have to believe in the product that you're promoting. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent because um, if you're just doing it for the sake of, you know, the paycheck or, or the cloud or whatever, then that's not really a reason to get behind a product. But if it's a product that, you know, you believe in and you really stand behind, then absolutely work with them. Maybe even like pitch yourself to work with them. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I will say. So one thing that I think a lot of followers get confused is when I list all these sponsors or endorsements that I have, like even Kavu, which you've probably heard of them. It's the company clothing company. Um, I've worked with them before. I have like a discount code and all of those things. I've worked with a ton of companies like Olakai Boots, all these things. But for indie artists, it's not like, um, again, Adele out there and they're sending me all this money to wear their stuff. It's more 
building that community. So they may give you a discount. They may give you something free to kind of help advertise and promote if you like it. But it's not like I'm getting all these paychecks from these companies. That's not really how it works. Um, so if you're an indie artist and you're looking into that, don't expect to like be getting paid all the time from these people. Like it's an honor for them to even want to collaborate with you. Um, and for followers listening, one of the best things you can do, which this is kind of a sidebar too, um, when you see these things, one, we're not making money off of that. Two, we're working our tails off for all these things. And for me, pride made it a little bit tough, but Patreon, I don't know if you have a Patreon, but it is so crucial for me, I know, because it gives my followers an opportunity to help me a little bit more. Because, you know, if you buy the CD and you buy my shirt, what else can you do? This gives you another opportunity to help support me. And every penny goes towards music, goes towards gas, goes towards new strings on my guitar or whatever. Um, so, yeah, Patreon is amazing as far as support system goes. Yeah, I've heard I've heard wonderful things about um, creatives having Patreons. And honestly, it, it, it's a, like you said, it's another way for audiences to con- not only like connect and build community like we've been talking about, but it's also a way for them to show their support to an artist. Because you're right, many people view support as in buying a record, going out and buying merch, and which is wonderful. But like like you said, that there's many avenues to show your support for an artist. Yeah, I think people forget that. And Spotify, I've forgotten the algorithm now, but we make like 0.008 of a cent. So that's like a sliver of a penny every time you stream a song. And so when people are like, I streamed your song, I'm like, that's really cool. But like you could buy a CD and it would help me so much more. Now, don't get me wrong. I love people streaming my stuff, but it's just so much harder than people think it is 2021 has made music very very hard for indie artists we mentioned your a project you are not alone before tell me what inspired it and and how you kind of con- conceptualized your project absolutely also i love that you have a big vocabulary that is awesome conceptualize nobody said that on a podcast before that's fantastic um okay so what happened was originally in 2016 which is If you follow my music page, you'll see all about this. This is kind of what boosted me, threw me into the music scene. Um, I lost a best friend and a drummer. And so he and I were in a rock band in college. A total stranger reached out and was like, I'd love to play music. And beyond my better judgment, I went to a total stranger's house in the middle of the night. And thankfully, it ended up great. We ended up best friends. We started a like a punk rock band. We played all everywhere for some pretty big bands at the time. We played for eight, nine years. And then he got in a car accident, which ended up taking his life. And so in 2016, I actually stepped away from music, wasn't interested in it at all. Um, long story short, I was in a very dark place. I started having some anxiety, didn't really understand because I was young. I didn't really get I just felt very, very isolated. My friends were too young to have felt that kind of grief before. And for my family, I didn't want to be a burden and complain about how I was feeling. So I kept it all to myself. So fast forward, I wrote a song called Watch the Walls, which was about that moment of darkness and just how in that moment, it kind of feels like the walls are closing in on you. And so I wrote in detail how it feels to have that dark place, that isolation, that anxiety And I had people reach out and they were like, oh my gosh, this music video, these lyrics really hit home for me. 
And so I thought I could do more than that. And so I posted a little video on my Instagram was like, hey, if you want to help share your story, I want to help like start a project, shoot me your story, little video. I had videos from all over the U.S., like from coast to coast. I spliced them all together and did this You're Not Alone little blip. And it got all like it was on all the news channels. It's got national attention. It's been really cool. And I thought I can do more than that. And so I started a You're Not Alone uh, Q&A on Instagram live. And so that way people can come on. They can ask questions live right then and there. And it goes over topics, a variety of topics. We've done eating disorders, OCD, anxiety, musicians during a pandemic. And I've been doing it for a year now. And it's been amazing, amazing. I do them twice a month. But what's cool is I've been doing Instagram live so people can be one-on-one chit-chatting. We're converting them to YouTube so people can watch them on YouTube. And then they're being turned into a podcast as well. So we want to reach as many ears as possible just to help spread awareness that you're not alone, no matter what you're going through. And so it's been so, so cool. It's been great. I've loved it. And I I think that is so important for creatives to do is not only use our platform and our our art form for expression, but also to let people know that they're not alone. There's this uh, quote that uh, was in this uh, bullet journal that I, I follow um, and it said, we read to know that we're not alone. And I kind of feel like that applies to art as a whole. We listen to music to know that we're not yeah. alone. We watch film or TV to know that we're not alone. Because you see your story in in other forms. You see your own personal story in somebody else's song. They can they can have their story attached to your music. Or, or if you create a short film, they see a part of themselves in that too. And so, yeah, and it, it makes you feel like you're connected to others that they that they're telling you you are not alone you we've experienced this so you're gonna get to the other side you're gonna make it through because if we've been through it you can you can move forward and you can get through it too yeah absolutely it also provides i'm really big on providing like references and referrals and so i've contacted some counselors in the central arkansas area i can uh, refer people out to. I've got sponsors on there as well, just to kind of help be like, hey, here's their website, here's their contact. I also have You're Not Alone merch, and I purposefully put my Instagram handle on there. So at Townsend Team Music. So if people don't know where to go, they can go to that. Message me. I'm happy to chit chat. If it's more serious than that, I'm happy to refer you out to counselors or therapists I've chatted with, friends that have gone through that before. So I just want to help connect the dots a little bit for people. In your conversation with Godframe, you were talking to him about um, his humility and you you were going about that. He's done these amazing things, but he's a really humble guy, which I saw. Like it was very, very evident in that conversation. But uh, one of the things that made me smile, you were like, you got to learn about to brag about yourself, which is so hard for creatives to do. Trust me. I'm one of those people. Like I've gotten to do some pretty cool things, but I'm like, I, I keep it chill. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. But like, I don't like to peacock about my experiences or whatever. And so how do we learn to celebrate it, but not feel like we're like bragging or we make it some kind of braggadocious thing. (laughs) Absolutely. I had this conversation uh, just a few days ago on a different podcast, actually. So they were talking about, I bet it's so easy because you're so great at singing. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not how it goes. Now, for some people, they are very, very confident. Some musicians I met are very cocky and it's easy for them to brag on themselves, which I'm not bashing that. That's fantastic that you can, you know, pat yourself on the back. 
for me, that's also been an area I've really had to learn how to work on because people want to see what you're doing. People want to see what you've accomplished. And so you have to just hold yourself up confidently because otherwise social media is just going to eat you alive. Um, there are always going to be haters that come on there. So you just got to be super careful. I've learned how to be vulnerable with my followers because again, they're not going to come to me and share their story if I'm not vulnerable and open with them. And so I don't like to brag on myself. I hate that. It is really hard. And I gave God very a hard time about it, but it, it is, it's kind, of, it's kind of tough to do, but I'm learning to help share my achievements, I guess will be the best way to do it. I don't feel like I'm ever going to be the person that's like, oh, I'm fantastic. I can do that better than you can. Like, that's just not my personality. Um, I know I keep referring to Adele, but in my eyes, I'm like, I don't even come close. Like I watch the voice. I'm like, oh, I could never make that. I'm not that good. Blah, 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 blah. And I feel like that'll always be part of me. And I think being humble is such an important piece of, you know, the creative pie because uh, we'll never learn everything. There's always something to learn. But yeah, I think it's great. And it's something that you have to learn how to just kind of maybe not brag on yourself, but share your achievements because people truly do want to know. People truly do want to support you. Oh, absolutely. And, and you, I love that, that you use that analogy, the creative pie, because it, it is an important part of it, because um, I, I guess it's like a balance. Like if you want a delicious pie, let's just keep going with this analogy here. If you want a delicious pie, you want to have a well-balanced ingredients. And, and part of the ingredients is learning to embrace your accomplishments, which I guess could be tied to confidence. Um, but at the same time, learning humility as well, because I think, yeah, you're right. Hum humility is such an important part of it because it keeps you aware that there's always things to learn. I like that. I like that there's always things to learn because I feel like we're in a society where we're like, okay, if after you leave school, that's like done learning. And it's absolutely not the case. You learn on the job. You learn day to day. You learn from your mistakes, which I think is a huge part that creatives need to embrace is that you learn from your mistakes because you don't fail from them. You learn from them. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love the pie. So for me, I have to remind myself um, there's enough pie for everybody in the creative world. People get super defensive and super... Um, jealous, I guess would best be the best way to do it, but there's enough pie for everybody. Music is needed everywhere. Creatives are needed everywhere. It's just like doctors. There will never be enough doctors. There, there's room for all of them. And so I have to remind myself with my piece of pie, we're going to keep going with this, <laughs> with my piece of pie, there's enough for everyone. So don't get super jealous of other people having success, celebrate their successes too. And then also learning to remember that you have to be confident, but I also keep in mind, someone could always take your place. There's someone always going to be better than you. So to stay humble and remember that, you know what, you're not the best, but you're doing the best you can. And so for me, that kind of keeps me level-headed, I guess. That's not something I struggle with. I know I said that earlier. Honestly, confidence is something that I have learned to gain because I'm like, oh, I'm terrible. I'm the worst. Uh, that's kind of the self-talk I would do when I first started out. Um, and I had to learn to fix that because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. So yeah, my pie is made up of having confidence, but remembering anyone could sweep it out from underneath you. There's plenty of pie for everybody. And just to be thankful. There's so much to be thankful for, like you said. Mm, 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 mm. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. Me too. I want some like blueberry pie. Could somebody like... Yeah. 
Yes, yes, yes. If, yes. You, if you could have your people message my people about a pie. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're on it. We're on it. <laughs> hey, nerds. Thank you for sticking around with us. We hope you're enjoying the episodes so far. We're always looking to improve the show, so any and all feedback you can give us is greatly appreciated. We're also constantly on the lookout for creatives to feature, so if you think you'd be perfect or know someone we should speak to, let us know. We can be reached over on our contact page at propnerdlounge.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the episode. Let's talk about your single, Stay, which I'm super excited to talk about. Um, Tell me about the story behind this record. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, So I recorded these songs. Well, half of the CDs recorded in Little Rock, Arkansas with a great friend of mine at Capital V Studio. Those songs, I'm so excited, but we're doing a single release drop. And so that's where you just put one song from the project to give people a taste of it. And this song was actually recorded in Nashville, Tennessee with a multi-Grammy winning audio engineer. Some of the best musicians I've ever met, they're world touring. They've uh, toured with some of the most amazing and famous musicians that I've ever met. So I was totally in awe just standing there and it was the coolest project I've ever done. So what happened? I'm just going to walk you through it because it makes me excited every time. So I show up to Nashville, this girl from central Arkansas. I don't even know what I've gotten myself into. So I wrote this song, recorded it on my cell phone, you know, on like the memo and I give it to the audio engineer and he plays my song over the speakers from a cell phone and all the guys are listening and they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then it's basically like, okay, y'all got it. Everybody breaks, we play it live. And it was like one take and everybody hit it perfectly. And I was so emotional, just excited and just in awe of all the talent that I was surrounded by. And so the, that was, again, kind of a sad trap, but I had to tell you how it went. It was just amazing just to be surrounded by so much talent and love for the music and the creatives. Um, but yeah, so the song was written, it's called Stay, like you mentioned, and it's just talking about a relationship. So, you know, being in love and crazy about somebody, but you know it's not working. And so it talks about your warmth is what makes this house a home. And I leave the front porch light on and the pillows the way you like. And your, your water's still by the bedside waiting for you to come back. And it's just kind of a metaphor of your needs not being met. And you know they're not. And you're just waiting for that person to make those changes. But it's just not they're not staying the way you need them to. And so it's a little wordplay, a little metaphor, but honestly, I feel like that might be the best song. I'm most excited about that one, I think. I couldn't be more excited, honestly. And we're excited for it to be released in the world. Like I got I got to listen to it thankfully ahead of time and it is it's so beautiful. Thank Not you. only is it beautiful, but like it just like the storytelling with it. You you telling me about like the symbolism and the the lyricism and just I, I feel like that's what makes a good song is if it could tell a story. And because the story is going to change um, from listener to listener, but like, you know what you like you, the story that you envision. And so I feel like it is a fantastic record. I'm just going to go on my podcast and say that it is a fantastic record. I cannot wait for it to be in the world. And we're so excited for people to hear it. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. People can find me on any streaming service. Uh, it's just Townsend 
or you can go to my website at townsendteamusic.com. You can buy the actual physical record. Um, I even offered some autographed ones on there, a limited edition of those. But yes, thank you so much for the compliment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we love good music here. So yeah. if I, if you know, if I hear, I'm going to sing its praises for sure. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. <laughs> what's something that people don't see? You talked about this a little bit earlier, but what's something that people don't see that creatives do, kind of like behind the curtain, that you want people to understand? Oh man, I have I have preached this a million times and will continue to do so because of people like you and you mentioned Godframe earlier and a lot of my other creative friends. We've built this tight-knit group and I want people to sing their praises because people don't see how hard a work it is. So people have their eight to five job or whatever and they're like, oh, I worked so hard and they did. I'm not downing that at all. But For musicians, I think a lot of people that have those office jobs and don't see it, they think we're just going out and playing music, having fun, the end. But we're wearing all the hats. So like you mentioned earlier, indie artist basically just means independent. So that means everything you do comes out of your pocket. So you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars. So to put it into perspective, when I put in an order for t-shirts, that's a few thousand dollars and I have to do the design. I have to put in the order. I have to get it shipped. And then when you make a website, you've got to pay for the domain. And then when you do all these social media things and then the gigs, you got to book them. You got to pay for the gas. You got to pay for the maintenance of your equipment. I mean, it's just nonstop. So you're wearing the hat of PR management, booking, design, all of those different things, making everything look good and making it look easy in the process. And it's just not. And so definitely it would be, we wear all the hats and support means everything, everything. Oh, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, we, we we mentioned Adele in this car, and she's actually somebody I bring up a lot whenever I talk about um, artists and, and whatnot, but she has, what people don't realize is that she has a full-on team, multiple teams, whether it's like PR, like you mentioned, she has her record label team, A&R, producers, uh, like the record label exec or whatever. She has teams in every which way. And us indie folk who who do this out of, out of pure passion don't have that luxury. So like you mentioned that we are wearing multiple hats. We are putting our, our material out there, marketing it. We're like you mentioned, you have to keep maintenance of all this stuff like digitally and physically, like you said, like we got to pay gas to get to places. And so it is a full on grind. It doesn't just stop at 5 p.m. It yes. is a full on grind from the sun up to sundown. Literally. Yeah, I took a phone call. So I woke up this morning at 6.15. I immediately check. I've got three different emails that I do for music and personal. I'm instantly checking those. You have to post on social media at a certain time to make the algorithm you have all the social medias because you've got to be present. You've got to make it funny, serious. You have to get professional pictures updated every so often. We did a commercial last night, which cost a ton of money. It just, yeah, people don't see all the little bitty grind things. And like this, we end here in just a little bit. And then I've got to drive about an hour for a gig. And then after that gig, I've got another gig. And then I've got a meeting phone call afterwards. So people don't see all that, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. 
It is a lot of work. And man, kudos to every creative out there. We know that sometimes you don't feel seen or heard, but we want you to know that you are heard and you are seen. And we know the hard work that you do to get your stuff out there. So we, we're we with you, man. Preach, you. preach, absolutely. <laughs> My final question for you is, what's your reason for being a creative? Ooh, man, your questions are good. I like this. For me, Honestly, I feel like you couldn't do this job without the fire and the passion behind it. You couldn't do it without loving it. You would burn out so, so fast. So for me, the reason for it is the passion. I love it. Um, Writing new songs is very therapeutic to me. Changing people's lives, hearing people's feedback that I changed their life or that my You're Not Alone project or podcast changed their life or that my TikToks made them laugh at feeds my fuel. It's just amazing. And so in March of this year, I had this huge aha moment and I've been debating like music full-time for a long time. So I've been pulling a full-time job plus full-time music and just never sleeping. And so I made a call in March and literally woke up and it was clear as day. And I thought, okay, this is what I was supposed to do. You only live one time. I feel very passionate about it. I love people so much. And I I feel like I could make a bigger change in people's lives doing music and doing my You're Not Alone and all of those things. And so for me, honestly, I feel like your pie has to be made up of passion, right? A passion pie. Passion pie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so perfect because it's it's absolutely necessary. Um, I, I mentioned it with a few other guests before, but... Yeah, you definitely, in order to survive this business, you need passion and ambition. Because without it, if you're just doing it simply for people to know you, that's not the reason. You have to be passionate about this. You do because you love it. And it doesn't matter where you are, how how big your base is, or how much is in your bank account. Literally, the reason you do this is because you love it. And and that's why I love talking to people like you, because you make my, like, you guys make my day better. I love sitting here and breaking down the creative journey, because we, we understand what we're going through, because sometimes people don't have a big circle. People in their life don't really understand what creatives go through. And so, again, like, I, I just appreciate that we have this opportunity to let others know that they're not alone. What a way to make it full circle, man. What? Oh my gosh, that was so great. That was so great. I am beyond thankful to be on here. Your podcasts like yours are awesome. Like I said, I looked into your stuff before I came on here and I love it. So thank you for giving us the opportunity to come chit chat, to share our music and our journey. It really means a lot to the indie artists such as myself. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. You're one, you're 100% welcome. And thank you for, for being the wonderful human beings, sharing their story, sharing your music, just so that way people know that like, we are all this together, not to make a high school musical reference, we're all in this <laughs> together. And, and honestly, that people know that their dreams are valid. That's like one of the missions that I made the show about was that they need to know that they can absolutely accomplish what they set their minds to. So yeah, I just appreciate you being on here. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am very, very, very excited to introduce a little performance from the lovely artist Townsend. Townsend, are you going to perform your single stay for us? Let's do it. Let's yeah. play stay. Yeah, let's do you'll be, it. You'll be the debut of stay. Ooh, I'm very honored for that. Thank you so much yes. for that.
Absolutely. Hey, I'm going to play a little bit. Let me know if it's too loud, okay? All right. So this is Stay. I'm so, so excited. Uh, just look it up under Townsend. You can also find me at, at Townsend Team Music on all my social medias. It'll be on there as well. this like cue studio applause because that's what like I feel like it I absolutely adore that song and I'm so humbled and grateful that you got to perform that for us so thank you thank you so much oh thank you thank you I'm excited to debut it it's kind of weird playing with like no feedback and I'm in a soundproof room so it's really weird but hopefully it doesn't sound like trash but I'm so excited to perform it for you thank you for having me on Yes. Well, Townsend, I'm going to turn the floor over to you and you can tell our listener where they can find your music uh, and where they can find you on social media. 
Yes, please. That would be fantastic. So another thing is creators, followers mean everything. So following, streaming, sharing content for sure. So Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, they're all at Townsend T Music. So TikTok, if you're looking for something funny, that's where I do that, that, that stuff. Instagram, I do my You're Not Alone lives twice a month. You can get on there. You can comment. You can ask questions right there, right then and there. On Facebook, I post events, all of those things. And then also, like I said, my podcast, You're Not Alone, will be up and running really soon. So keep, keep an eye out on all my social media as far as that goes. I've also got a website that's townsendteenmusic.com. And it has everything updated. You can buy merch there. You can look at my music. You can find where I'm playing if I'm coming to somewhere near you. But yeah, I'd love to hear a message. I'd love for you to follow me uh, and just get to know you a little bit. Wonderful. Well, Townsend, thank you so much for taking time and energy out of your day to speak with me. I've had such an absolute blast. Me too. Thank you so much. Special thanks to Townsend for being this week's guest. If you want to learn more about Townsend, visit the links in the show notes. Popner Lounge is executive produced by Vico and Steph Pham. Vico serves as the creative director and Steph Pham serves as the editor and host. For all things Popner Lounge, visit our website at popnerlounge.com. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you tune in next time to join us for another conversation with a fellow creative. For Popner Lounge, I'm Steph Pham.
Popner Lounge is executive produced by Vico and Steph Pham. Vico serves as the creative director and Steph Pham serves as the editor and host. For all things Popner Lounge, visit our website at popnerlounge.com. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you tune in next time to join us for another conversation with a fellow creative. For Popner Lounge, I'm Steph Pham.